Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. Good evening, everybody. It's uh, the Canadian Beacon Podcast coming to, to you live from the, the greater parts of Ontario. Today uh, on our show, we have myself, Craig, and also our uh, illustrious, uh, educated, and informed one, Todd. Yeah, uh, so we, uh, we're no longer using uh, good old Zoom. Uh, Zoom has uh, created quite a bit of problems for us in the past, and we're, we're trying a new uh, um, podcast uh, service. So yeah, it's a it's a, a nice windy day out there. Lots of power outages across Ontario. Um, nice day. It got up to in Fahrenheit about sixty two degrees or about eighteen degrees Celsius today. Nice and uh, nice clear skies. Um, all I can see up in the, the skies is UFOs after UFOs after UFOs in the sky right now. Oh, uh, so oh, that's right. Those things are called stars. That's what I'm seeing, not UFOs. There's stars up there right now, and uh, we can see also Venus and uh, I think it's uh, either Mars and Jupiter or is Venus and Jupiter one of the two, or Uranus. Uh, or, yeah, or Uranus. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's. Uh, what do you think, Todd? What do you think about this uh, misinformation uh, UFO crap? Well, um, I mean, the first one was a Chinese balloon. Yes. And most um, definitely. Yeah. Um, the the last three were called steel floating cylindrical objects, uh, and that's the limit of the description that we have. These days, you take everything with a grain of salt. I mean, we do know about the Tic Tac. Uh, UFOs. I mean, yep. that's that's. I mean, you'd have to be crazy not to raise your eyebrows and wonder what the hell is going on there. These didn't sound like the Tic Tacs. No, uh, obviously not, because they were able to shoot them down for one. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, it's one of two things. They're either telling the truth. And, I mean, the last little while has really demonstrated that that's kind of, a, if they're ever telling the truth, it's an accident. Um, or it's a major distraction, because there's many other stories going on in the news that we'd like to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, speaking of distractions, our good old uh, Canadian Defence Minister, uh, Anita Anand, uh, made an interesting comment. She says all of these these two UFOs that have been shot down over Canadian airspace uh, are more than likely never going to be recovered, and uh, because they are in remote locations and uh, they just can't find them. I just thought that was funny. Uh, and That's same, incompetency. Uh, and then the U.S. State Department almost echoed the same thing about the the other UFO that was shot down over Alaska. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying, oh, well, n- probably never be able to recover the the debris from that. And uh, they uh, also deny anything happened in Wisconsin, where in Wisconsin there was a, a radar, radar anomaly, which was investigated by uh, air, military aircraft who claimed they saw nothing. But uh, there was a long procession down the one highway uh, in Wisconsin. In the, it was led. It was a military convoy which had a a large flatbed with some kind of object under a tarp being towed away to a uh, unknown location. Yeah. So that's uh, that's some of the things that are happening out there. But again. Once they say they can't recover everything, especially the, the, today with GPS and locating and everything like that, uh, I'm, I'm going to call bullshit on everything. It's a it's a huge distraction. They're they're trying to divert attention away from lots of other major stories that are breaking as we speak. Uh, one story I can think of is Jeffrey Epstein's uh, uh, client list was uh, released. And I don't see them uh, producing any names yet if it was released. How, have you heard anything, Todd? No. 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 But we know who they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there'll be a little bit of surprise. And I think one of the things I find interesting, though, is just talking to just people around that aren't really at the level we are with regards to distrust of the system and mm-hmm. looking into it. They're kind of, but the, the, the supposed aerial phenomenon, they're kind of meh, you know, like, yeah. Now, one thing I'm wondering about is the Tic Tac UFOs where they had a real problem with. Um, I'm not sure it was Navy aircraft that encountered them. So the Navy typically flies uh, the F-18 Hornet and the F-14 Tomcat, right? F-14's been retired for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Back, the, the original Tic Tac uh, uh, contact uh, that was in 2004 off the coast of San Diego, and that was all involved in Super Hornets, uh, F-18 Super Hornets. Yeah, now the last encounters were the F twenty two, which has yeah. much more adha- enhanced radar, and I'm wondering if, no doubt, after experiencing the Tic Tac event, that they went to work to try and figure out, you know, they may they obviously learned something possibly, that yeah. uh, maybe they developed the ability to target these. Um, uh, vehicles. Now that's going down the track of that. They're actually telling the truth right now. They're 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 telling the truth, but they're lying. You know what I mean? They're just calling it. Yeah. Because it's funny. They were calling the Chinese object a balloon. Yeah. And these other ones objects. Now, um, you know, track one is they're giving us as little, this actually happened and there's as little as information as possible or track two, where it's just part of the bullshit distraction story. Right. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, it makes me suspicious now uh, that, of course, they can't find the object. Well, they probably will find the object. Yeah. If there is such an object. Um, or there was no object to begin with, right? Of any In the first place. Yeah. That's so, right. I mean, either way, they're lying. Yeah. It's just what they're lying about, right? It's, it's like, just what they're lying about exactly. Yeah. Are you lying to me now or lying to me later, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know you know when a government official is lying, right? It's when yes. they see their mouths open, right? Yes, yeah. their lips are moving. Yeah. And there's so much more for us to be suspicious about because there's so much else going on. Like you said, the Epstein client list, the article by Seymour Hirsch. What was that one? The uh, Seymour Hirsch is an, uh, a, a, a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, um, journalist who really came claim to fame his first one where he wrote the story that, that broke the story on the My Lai massacre during the Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. He broke the story about the torture going in Abu Ghraib uh, prison. Okay, in, in Iraq. Iraq yeah. um, he's been known as a journalist journalist. I mean, this guy's... Yeah. Uh, An actual CV, journalist. Yeah, yeah, this guy's CV and reputation is um, spotless. Yeah. And he's, you know, we, we lament about the media right now. This guy is an old school journalist. He does not write an article or write anything unless he has a source. And if he speculates, you know he speculates. He yep. officially has sources that indicate that a long time ago, the Americans are... I, we've, we've talked about this ourselves. As our theory, a lot of it is the Americans look at the Russians as a rival for the sort of domination of Europe. The Americans do not want... Uh, Russia to integrate with the European economy and become partners, right? Yeah. It's either penis envy amongst the um, uh, governing elite in the United States or it's the um, globalist faction in the United States does not want uh, to see a nationalist country thrive. Yeah. So, so they basically have had a hard on for Russia from before even Trump was elected. Okay. Right? I mean, um, Obama was antagonistic to him uh, for his whole presidency. Um, and then we all know about the Russian collusion bullshit during the yeah. Trump presidency. Um, so Seymour Hersh's article started out that he got a source from a Navy diving school that is located in Florida. Okay. And um, way back, even before the Ukraine war started, the Americans were concerned about Nord Stream 2 coming online. Yeah. See, there's two. There's, there's actually four pipelines. Nord Stream 1, which has two lines. Nord Stream 2, which was about to come online, uh, which goes right into northern Germany. And what happens is, I mean, uh, uh, or Russia gets to export uh, uh, cheap natural gas to Europe and then 
Germany uses it for their their uh, economy, and then they also redistribute it through Europe and make money that way. So, yeah. I mean, this is a, a a benefit to both Russians and Germans and Europeans because they have access to uh, clean, uh, economical natural gas. Yeah. So the Americans have always had uh, concern about Nord Stream two, and um, this was even before the war in the Ukraine started. And um, at a certain point, um, Biden, uh, good old Victoria Newland, who we know is responsible for starting the Orange Revolution in the Ukraine, and was it two thousand and fourteen or twelve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget. So she's got she's up to her ass in it. They all got together and they went to the CIA to come up with a plan to disable Nord Stream 2. Um, NATO was conducting uh, Baltic um, exercises, and under the cover of the exercise, they used, rather than use Navy SEALs, they used divers from this uh, Navy school, and they planted explosives all along the pipeline Originally planning to have, I think, 40-minute detonators, but Biden was um, worried about this. So as the, the project was being planned, he didn't want it to look to occur during the NATO exercise. So they put special detonators on them that would be activated by a certain frequency. Oh, okay. And they... Um, when did the, I forget when the pipeline exploded? I think in the se- September was it in the fall sometime. Yeah. So the, yeah. these these explosives were planted under the cover of this exercise. Uh, they were left there for you know a certain time after the exercise, and then a Norwegian um, Air Force plane dropped a sonar boy that sent the signal to activate the explosives. Okay. And the Norwegians are pricks in all this, too, because they have also natural gas that they would like to ex- export. Remember when we were talking right. about when Nord Stream went up and you said, oh, well, Norway's got a, a pipeline into um, Europe. Yes. Yeah, and right. I was like, well, it's not a very big pipeline. Yeah. But when that happened, Nor- the price Norway got for its natural gas tripled. Yep. So... There's uh, one possible distraction thing to distract from right there. I mean, that's an act of war. Yeah, an outright act of war. It's an it's an act of war to Russia and Germany. That's right. Like the yeah. Germans, the Germans have been totally pussified. To yeah. The fact that they would accept that. Yeah. Uh, the government itself is keeping quiet about it. You're not hearing anything about it in the media. Um, well. Well, there was a thing that uh, a, a press release by Biden uh, spoke about if tanks roll into Ukraine, Nord Stream 2 is history. Yeah. And he and right, said that. Yeah. 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 He, he's quoted as saying that, and Newland has also quoted something to the effect of saying it's done. It's done, When yeah. it happened. Like, these guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like these are these are the people that are um at the wheel. 
Yeah. So that's one possible distraction. And thank God for the Russians not starting World War III yet. Yeah, really. Because if I was leading that country... I'd be mighty pissed. Oh, like, their patience is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and like you say, the other is um, the Einstein, or the Einstein, the Epstein, <laughs> the Epstein climate, climate, oh, geez. Climateless, that's right. I just had, and, I've just had two swigs of a beer. That's right. And uh, that's all it takes. Or maybe that's what I'm Angie having, says. May, yeah, really. Maybe I'm having a stroke. Yeah. Maybe you have to do a. Uh, well, stick out your tongue and uh, and lick your eyebrows like you, you show uh, everybody all the time. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it comes out. Comes out straight out. There you go. Yeah, my lick. I lick my eyebrows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I maybe I got my booster by mistake. I don't know. I don't know. That's right. Um, well, there there's that. Yep. There's the Epstein client list. Yep. Um. There's the uh, Palestine, Ohio uh, uh, yes. train derailment. Yes, and that's I a shit to... show right there. Holy oh, smokes! You see what's happening? Is yeah, it It's like we got another Chernobyl going on. That the, yeah. the grounds around there is going to be tainted for you know how many years? Yeah. Well, do you know? Uh, uh, I think one of the byproducts of polyvinyl. Um, Chloride, uh, no, it's polyvinyl. It's yeah. not the polyvinyl chloride because it's just hard plastic. Yeah. The polyvinyl, one of the products of combustion is phosgene gas, which is yeah. mustard gas. Yeah. Yeah. And they're showing all the fish and animals dead along the in in the in the forests and the streams locally around that area. And yeah. it's a super super heavy duty carcinogen. Yes. Uh, we, we know about vinyl chloride from what happened in Bhopal, India, mm-hmm. a number of years ago, where it killed literally uh, tens upon thousands of people. Yeah. And, and here they are thinking that it's smart to burn the, the freaking stuff. Yeah. Well, remember, you know, the, remember when Bhopal happened, the joke that came out was uh, who killed more Indians than Custer? Yeah. Yep. Dow Chemical. Dow Chemical. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, if this doesn't show you people that you cannot trust any elected official or most 99% of the people in the media, there was a guy actually in the media trying to report it and they arrested him. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know. They lie and lie. Well, just like 9-11 when the EPA said it's safe to work downtown. And all those people yeah. ended up dying of yep. uh, all Different sorts of maladies. Asbestos, cancers, and stuff like that, yeah. 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 We are lied to every day. And people don't seem to want to do anything about it. And, and they, yeah. they're not going to do anything about it until it's too late. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, I, I see from, you know, like this, this perpetual uh, line the government seems to be doing is what is their problem about telling the truth for a change? Other than from the politics, they don't want to look bad. They don't want to answer a question and at the best of times, 
And it, it just seems to go on, and people are accepting this as just normal behavior now. And there is no radical uh, waving the hands or or complaining about any of this stuff. That People just go, oh, yeah, okay. Another lie. Well, I, I don't – if you look at these dipshits like David Lametti, Anita Anand, yeah. uh, Christia Freeland, Trudeau, um, what's his name, uh, the justice minister um, that looks like a fat uh, Quentin oh, Men- Tarantino. Mendocino? Yeah, M- Mental Marco. Mental Marco Mendocino? Yeah. They're, they're idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're educated idiots. They yep. can articulately lie and defer and avoid answering a question properly. Yeah. Um, I, in the, the, the time between I was on the last podcast, I listened to a really interesting lecture uh, put on by Veterans for Freedom. Yeah. And it was an American who was talking about Marxism. And... His point was, is you basically have to go back to the origins of Marxism. In that you don't read Marx, he says, you read Engels. Because what those guys knew is they knew Marxism doesn't work. And they know that the only way to implement it is to destroy the other resident culture and economic system. Yeah. So his point is, is what's happening now. That's why they love idiots in power. Because they, they don't, like Trudeau's talking about, he goes on about the carbon tax and putting a price on pollution and everything like that. And yeah. you can see he doesn't have a clue what the ramifications of his policies are because he doesn't have the technical knowledge to understand the implications of what he's doing. Yeah, but there's and being people- a- Trust fund uh, baby, he doesn't uh, have the economic uh, knowledge how he's destroying the country. Yeah, so then you have puppet masters and fart catchers like Gerald Butts um, and Klaus Schwab. They know exactly what's happening to our system. They know that all the policies that they're implementing are destroying the system in order for them to uh, implement... Uh, their globalist Marxism, because what, what is global tyranny, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They know, like, for, if you take electric vehicles, for example, people are going, well, first of all, there aren't the commodities and raw materials to switch over to an electric vehicle economy. There isn't the um, electrical generation and distribution system to handle all the charging. Yeah. They know that. They will implement, if they get their way, they will implement an electric society. But what that means is 99% of us are wherever we're going to go, we're going to be walking. Yep. And um, what? Yeah, better, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They, it'll be, everything will be great for them. And it'll be better for them because they'll be just such an untouchable elite that. We won't have any of the economic or physical means to resist them. Yeah. So um, this is really and, – and, 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 you know, when you sit there and you go to a meeting to, with an, a, an elected official, 
and you try and debate with them. Well, the guy you're debating with is just a plug who's going to do what he's told. Yeah. Or he doesn't have a clue of what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, even Pierre Polivier, he's not going to fix anything. He's going to drive the bus slower over the cliff. I mean, I'm still going to vote, unfortunately, for them just to slow the speed and hope for a freaking miracle that someone's going to see the light of day in time. Yeah. But um, people have to realize that we are the change that has to happen. We have to change our outlook. We have to change the way we approach things. We have to develop independence and we have to get angry and effective. Yeah. Like the next time, the next time Trudeau tries to pull some horseshit with the uh, emergencies act, because you know, something's going to happen, right? Yep. Um, then we got to stand up to yep. say no. You know, if the cops start beating people down. They got one chance to make the right decision. Yep. And then we started arresting the cops. Oh, speaking of the police, do you by the way see Brenda Lucky uh, stepping down? Resigned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. That way she avoids any uh, further uh, criticism or, uh, or prosecution, I guess, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but, but, but that's where we're at. Um, yeah. Right now. Yeah, it's... It's it's so obvious that, uh, you know, again, if the Emergency Act comes into play again, then and the now everybody knows the, the game plan, right? If you mm-hmm. want to have uh, the head stomping uh, police out there and uh, it sickens me knowing, especially from my my career as a police officer, of what these people are doing and how they're violating the Constitution. That's what really, you know, and people's constitutional rights of people's uh, innate human rights are being just trampled upon literally by the these people that call themselves police officers and officials and government officials uh, there. And there seems to be no consequences. Not yet. And not yet. And there has to be consequences. Mm hmm. And that's the key. There's got to be consequences, yeah. and and whether that's uh, you know uh, charging these people criminally who have treason and starting to jail some of these people, or you know if they push it hard enough, they're 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 going to cause, and even you know Canadians are very patient people. They get pushed and pushed and pushed, and then then they they finally, when they get to one a certain point, they'll react. But when they will react, it it could be very very uh, dangerous for the whole country. Yes, and um, they have these um, converging crises going on now too. Yeah. Um, economic. I mean, we both know. You know, the food bank story we heard the other day. Um, You know, I got together with someone I know that's in real estate and prices are dropping like a rock. Things are moving a lot slower. Um, The the economic news isn't great. Yeah. And uh, people are starting to realize 
Canada is a failing state. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I saw, I was helping out at a food bank yesterday, and uh, we were picking up some stuff up in Burlington, helping out. And the food bank that, uh, this one food bank, that what they do is every Saturday morning they provide uh, a hot coffee and a donut in Gore Park in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And when the people get their hot coffee and, and, uh, you know, a donut or a muffin or whatever it may be, they have tables with uh, like a bag of groceries for these people, right? And the guy started out and... He showed when they first started the program, they'd get a lot of street people who were the, the main um, recipients. Mm -hmm. And he showed me a video. And this video, as long as you could see people, the lineup was this huge, huge lineup in Gore Park every Saturday morning. And in that, uh, he said, they started off with... Um, street people, drug addicts. Now the majority of people coming through it are um, seniors who can't afford to buy food anymore. Yeah, they're getting crushed by inflation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they'll just die quietly. Yeah. I mean, and, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's just, just heartbreaking. You see this long, long line and like you said, uh, and it was Silver Hair, Silver Hair City uh, in that line. The mm -hmm. People are all bundled up. They're in walkers. They're, they're uh, just, it was just uh, obscene. And, and Trudeau says, oh, well, too bad, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're asking more than we can give. That's right. Do you know, um, we know the story of Serb and how it was abused. Yep. And um, I was getting my hair cut the other day, and the lady um, who cuts my hair was telling that they really suffered during the um, lockdown. And she got Serb, but she pretty much, during that period, she made half of what she normally makes. Yeah. And do you know what she said, too, is that she has to pay the Serb back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And how many people out there scammed it, got the, got the money? I mean, prisoners were getting it. 12-year-olds. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. And um, they're not going to pay it back. No, not in your life. Yeah. So, um, you know... They they are making decisions like you know my my old analogy of the communists and the stupid things they did with steel and uh, getting rid of birds that were supposedly a, a pest to their crops. Yep. These guys are going down the same road because of their stupidity and warped ideology and direction from the actual Marxists behind them are yeah. pursuing these policies like they're shutting down our oil and gas system. Or, or like oil and gas production uh, systems. They yeah. are, um, you know, countries are coming to us hat in hand, probably ready to invest billions in, in Canada. And 
wanting LNG and Trudeau's telling them no, but we'll give you um, hydrogen in five or 10 years. Yeah. What's, what's happening this year? What's happening six months down the road? Yeah. You know, so um, there's going to be a price to pay for these. Well, just see now he finally came, you know, he, he made a big deal of his um, uh, sit down with all the premiers about healthcare funding and, with the associated uh, uh, digital ID system, ex- exactly. And I told him that I, I I joined Twitter since Elon bought it, and I'm doing my best to try and get kicked off. Yeah, because I call yeah I call him a fucktard every day. Um, they won't they won't ban me or or kick me off. I as much as I try, but he did that. He went on about how he was, um, you know. He came to an agreement with all the premiers about funding and um, having a better way to share information. Yeah. And I, an I called him out on it. I just said, we know exactly what you're doing. You're implementing Klaus Schwab's uh, digital agenda. ID yeah, agenda. I called him Klaus's fart catcher. Yeah. Um, but um, because you know what? They're like the... Um, expectation that they will actually give you an honest response on what they're doing is zero. So what you should be out there doing, everyone should be out there joining Twitter and just flood them with negative energy. Yeah. Hopefully it will, it will do something to dampen their day. Yeah. And the, the backing that up, that we should be all every time he shows up anywhere, there should be a, a group protesting his appearance. Yes, ready and, to hang. Yeah, and that's that's would be an interesting thing. They should have some kind of mechanism out there where people could organize and uh, know when he is going to be at a location, where he's going to be at a location. The latest one he had, he had to go in through the back uh, service. A service entrance of a uh, where was it in British Columbia or, or out west somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to get into the building. Yeah, and when they had their lovely little retreat in Hamilton, he got a hostile reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he ever came to conservative country, yeah, he would never. He wouldn't even bother. He's actually picking his spots now. He goes to spots where. Um, he, uh, there is some sort of a large liberal and immigrant population where he has some sort of uh, sense that not everyone wants to hang him. Hang him, yeah. So, yeah. It's insane, eh? Insane. Insane. These guys, uh, I, I want, I'd love to be a fly in the wall just to see what happens when he's all by himself pondering his future and, and 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 what he's doing when he's thinking about all those people that hate him you know i well I, he has some sort of mental illness like most of them do yeah he's a narcissist well like the like the the saying is liberalism's a mental disease it is to believe yeah. in modern liberalism you have to have some sort of mental ideology either you are uh you know, have so much health, self-hatred or self-loathing that you would buy into all their bullshit. Like, you know, 
white supremacy and eco-terrorism and capitalism is bad and, you know, Russia bad, us good. Um, and, and I think the, you would have to have some sort of me severe mental disorder to actually believe all this shit. Like, I don't know how they, it, it goes through their mind and they actually make sense of it. Well, like 1984, right? Yeah. Freedom, freedom is slavery. Right. Yep, exactly. But Hey, uh, here's some, uh, late breaking news that this, uh, I just saw is, uh, Raquel Welsh has passed away at age yes. 82. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's, uh, that's a, that's a shocker. Uh, I wonder if she just had her booster. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing is that, I mean, people aren't even waking up to that. I mean, you know, you see uh, one of the corporate heads of Disney just passed away at 37. Yeah. Uh, no real disclosure of his death, but he um, was told that his family brought him to the hospital with heart issues. I mean, okay. it just it just goes on and on. There's this some sort of actor who I'd never heard of before acts in one of these soap stores died in, in his sleep at 32. Yep. You know? Yeah. There's all kinds of them that are happening all the time and they're still losing, uh, young, young males are dying in their sleep everywhere around. And, uh, it's not like it's a, a rare thing now. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it seems to be very common. Yeah. And, the reality is, too, that, you know, like if you look at um, myocarditis, where, you know, uh, it's increased 25,000 times uh, since before the, the vaccine. Yeah. Um, you would you would think that um, people would be screaming, but I mean, it was extremely rare before and now it's just rare even though it's 25,000 times more likely to happen to someone, especially um, for uh, young people. So, hmm. and people still, I don't know what it is. I, do they, do they, um, are in, they in denial where they just want to avoid it or they just actually believe that the government has their best interests at heart. Yeah, they they all want to feel that, uh, especially the elder older uh, people, want to feel that the government has their, their best interests at heart, and they're very still very trusting. Yeah, and again, trusting in the mainstream media as well. Yeah, uh, I know, think that all is... changed when Trudeau was elected, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, anything else new and exciting? Uh, just looking at a, a few other things. Um, let me just check here. There's so many different, uh, headlines out there right now, which is just amazing that, uh, let's see. 
again, uh, I see Jeremy McKenzie was, uh, he's back on the air, which is good. Um, they had, uh, just an article about him being, spending a lot of time in custody. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, was it Coots, uh, Crossing? The Coots guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting, uh, guys, they don't have any criminal record. They have no indication that they uh, will repeat the offense. They, it's very suspect. There's now a 36-minute uh, audio of the RCMP admitting to planting evidence in the, the house with planting firearms and other things. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard about that. Yes, I did. Yeah. And... Yet we still have them in custody. One year down the has passed, right? Yeah. Do they have like a shittiest lawyer on the planet, or what? It makes you on? wonder. Um, uh, they should be challenging, uh, uh, you know, looking for bail uh, at every opportunity. But this is, uh, you know, what they're being held back for is reserved mainly for murderers. And I don't see any charges of murder being. Uh, no, they just, had, some. they just had some guns and a machete. <laughs> they, in, in, the, evidently, the woman who has the tape yeah. lives near the crossing. And there were some protesters that wanted to park their trailers there, and she let them. So they might have had guns in their trailers, which may or may not be legal, depending on their licensing. I mean, if they're legal legally owned firearms and there's nothing, nothing wrong with them. They're not breaking any law. That's right. And, um, so they brought those guns into her house. Okay. And who did the RCMP brought them into her house? Yes. For what purpose? No idea. Yeah, I guess so they could get good pictures of him because remember they splashed the pictures all over the media. Oh yeah, but those Again, a lot a lot of those pictures were similar to his other pictures taken of another firearm seizure up uh, in northern Alberta. Yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, with the sloppy journalism going on these days, and yeah, it's like, hey, let's let's flash up a stock picture of a bunch of guns, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so that that evidently happened. Um, well, and, and compare it compare it to the story that recently happened here of uh, the young OPP officer getting shot outside of Hagersville. The suspect in the um, shooting um, was already um, on bail. Yep. Um, for. Uh, assaulting a peace officer in possession of an unregistered handgun with no license. Um, I believe they let him out on bail because of cultural sensitivity. Yep. And he wore an ankle bracelet. And evidently he cut the ankle bracelet off and was on running amok and he had a stolen truck. And um, the officer, I believe, responded to just the truck in the ditch. And I don't know if he knew it was stolen or not, but he was heading back to his cruiser and he was shot in the back. Yeah. Then the, And now, of course, this uh, suspect's being held in jail and I doubt we'll get bail. 
but compare the two people. Like if those other guys went out on bail, what were they going to do? Yeah. Highly unlikely that they're going to re- uh, technically reoffend or yeah. or be involved in another incident. The, the 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 there is you know I I don't know the full circumstances of their arrest in the first place, but it, it this doesn't seem to make sense. I'd love to see the disclosure for for uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're not hearing if believe me if there was plenty of evidence that would incriminate them. They'd and, be posting it everywhere. Oh, yeah. it would be all over the media about right-wing, far-right gun nuts. They're not covering anything on it right now. So what does that tell you? Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. So uh, another thing is another liberal MP has been found breaking the ethic laws. And <laughs> and the big recommendation is that they have education no fines, no uh, consequences, other than they have to attend some kind of uh, education on uh, what the ethics are. Boy, if they don't know them by the time they're 12 or 15 years old, I think you've pretty well lost them at that point. You shake a tree, a corrupt liberal falls out. That's right. And uh, a think tank has uh, officially notified uh, David Lamenti that he should back off plans for assisted suicide to the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, oh, what, what's your thoughts on uh, good old uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory? What's going on there? <laughs> well, old John was, uh, you know, uh, uh, taking advantage of city resources. Yeah, that's you one way of pic- saying it. Did you see a picture of her? No. Yeah, she's, uh, yeah. Not a yeah. the bad city resource, I'll tell you that. And oh and yeah, what what she'd see in some seventy year old, uh, you know, pencil yeah. neck friggin' nerd like Tory, yeah, um, uh, beats me. I may imagine she's getting a little bit of a payout now. But, oh, um, I, I bet. Yeah, yeah, she was thirty seven, I think. Yeah. You see, Trudeau made an announcement. He's pleased to announce that he's hired a 31-year-old staffer who recently worked for Mayor John Tory. (laughs) And and she'll be working underneath him very closely and has already agreed to sign an NDA. Well, that really uh, really surprises me. And he's looking forward to many long nights spent working together. No, that's good. I I find that hard to believe on two fronts. One is uh, she's not in high school still. And um, uh, she's a she. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said you you seen a picture of the staffer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So uh, yeah, it's. It, uh, she must have daddy issues or something to that effect, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, some women are attracted to um, power figures, right? Yeah. But he doesn't really exude any... He is the epitome of the modern 
I mean, he ran for the Conservative Party, but he's the most limp-wristed, lame, pansy-ass, spineless libtory I've ever seen. I, I've never really had any respect for him. Yeah. I, I, oh, did you? Here's something that made me puke. Did you see uh, Doug Ford going on and on fawning over Christia Freeland? Oh, that's another sick thing. And he calls himself a conservative. Yeah, that's, he's that's incredible. He is, he is just he's a piece of shit. I got he really, is. you know. And then he's had all the developers over at his pool party and yeah, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's just well. I think it's a reflection of our society in general is that they did a poll and it wasn't, it was pretty, it's pretty much 50, 50 on whether Tory should resign or not. Yeah. I, you know, every, every powerful man and leader in the past that did have a huge effect on history, obviously had, larger appetites than most people like Kennedy and uh, Churchill and uh, a lot of other people. But there just seems to be in the modern leader right now, absolutely no backbone or no um, sense of pride because I was watching – an interview of a conservative politician from the 1960s being asked questions. Yeah. <clears throat> and my God, he was giving answers about the, about the bill of rights. Oh, wow. Why there was the bill of rights. And he actually answered questions and, and there were, it was in a short time frame. It wasn't, you know, the old, the old, uh, public's, um, political agenda now is when you're asked a question, spend as much time answering the question as you can in order to delay them from asking you follow-up questions or other questions. Yeah. Eat up the, eat up the clock. Right. Mm-hmm. And, when, uh, that was a uh, plainly obvious when, uh, uh, Freeland was being uh, interviewed during the, the hearing on the emergency order, right? How yeah, she's, she's trying to eat up, the clock with uh, the the trucker convoy lawyer, and he brought her to task on that. Yeah, she was such a clueless twat. Yeah, but again, like going back to what I I think I'm starting to believe is that these are just a bunch of meat puppets that uh, are too stupid to understand the effects of their decisions and um, are really um, sandbags. For the real leaders behind the scene. Yeah. Just looking at some of these headlines here. Yeah, that uh, going back to Raquel Well, she had a short illness. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, looking at a few other things, you know, they, they look at. Uh, all these different people dying for no reason, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, 
most people, um, it seems to be right after, like within a couple weeks of getting the booster. Yep. And uh, I noticed that Dan Bongino had a big thing. Uh, he had a, a good uh, show on uh, regarding the, the Nordstrom 2 pipeline, uh, basically uh, talking about the same thing you did. And he also brought on a, he's talked about a, a Dr. McCullough there uh, that. Peter McCullough? Uh, yeah, uh, that showed that the, the vax is not a vax and it's uh, harmful if you take it. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. You know, sooner or later, um, someone who loses a son or a daughter way too soon. Yep. Is oh, going to speak- do something. Speaking about that, the the princess to to the the Thai uh, mm-hmm. monarchy mm-hmm. is uh, in a coma as a result Still? of getting her her uh, vaccination, and now they're having war crime tribunals uh, with Pfizer in Thailand. Yes, and Switzerland has also uh, initiated uh, criminal um, indictments against Pfizer. With respect to the the vaccination as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I expect this to go, though? If this if the regime doesn't change, nowhere. It'll be like the criminals in two thousand and eight. The financial criminals, they'll pay a fine. Oh yeah, and they'll move on. Yep, get a pass. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a term. Uh, there's a term called an accelerationist, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, what they believe is that they want to do anything that would speed up the process of destruction of society in order to start the pro- start the system the system over again. Because they also believe that they have as much of chance of gaining power as the existing uh, world government. Because in, in, in effect, we do have pretty much a world government right now with a few independent states like China and uh, Russia right now. And they believe that. And one of the things that, you know, the liberals talk about fascism, right? Like you're modern liberal and you're leftists and uh, people like that. They always go on about fascism, fascism, fascism. Well, fascism is the actual antidote to what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, a lot, in a lot of ways, I'm seeing similarities between what's going on in the West right now to 1930s Germany. Is that the, um, especially in Germany, like where it started, the, the uh, culture was absolutely uh, demented um, and uh, immoral. And people, in, you know, they were facing the increasing level of socialism and communism uh, in the country. And that's why the Nazis are the fascists won, because they won because that was the only practical alternative people saw 
And, you know, if the Nazi party stopped at prosecuting Jews and didn't try and destroy and conquer all its neighbors, um, it probably would have been a better life for the people of Germany than what was in store for them with communism. Yep. It's a, it's a uncomfortable premise, but you know, it's the truth. And you know, people on the left forget that Hitler had was directly responsible probably for the deaths of about 18 million people. Stalin was close to anywhere from 30 to 40. Mao was a hundred million. Yeah. So, you know, the le- that's why that's why the leftists on the Overton window have to put Germany as, um, you know, rather than being national socialists, but actually to be nationalist fascists, right? Yeah, <laughs> because. <laughs> In effect, that the Germans are the national socialism, right? But you that's know, right. You, there is socialist organization for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, fascism. You could have fascist regimes like Chile. Yeah, and you know they they uh, and you know they tried to um, oh who was the leader of uh, um, the general oh Pinochet. Pinochet. Yep. Well, you know what? He was facing a communist insurgency. And yeah, he was brutal, but he would be no more brutal than what ha- what the communists would do if they got into power. Yeah, this is this it, is. It comes down to uh, you know, there it's just a dictator is a dictator is a dictator. Yeah, and you can give them uh, the whatever type of uh, uh, other label like socialist dictator, uh, fascist dictator, communist dictator. The bottom line is they're a dictator, right? Yeah, and I do not believe we will get out of this democratically. No. Because we have too much of the inertia of an entitlement culture that is debased and leftist. Because there's still people out there that think socialism works. Yeah. I I believe Lenin, Lenin said that socialism is just the path to communism. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like the, the first stage of the Mexican finger trap is socialism because it just yeah. pulls, pulls you in. Right. And I don't think that we'll be able to vote our way out of this. And no. I think the only thing that's going to happen is some sort of um, fascist movement is going to seize power and um, go to war with the leftists. Yep, and it's the division will be that deep that that's that a civil war may uh, is going to you know erupt exactly. Yeah, and if if it does hey, come, that they'll be they'll be destroyed. We've been uh, we've had a, a great talk for the last hour here, which has been good. Um, I have some interesting uh, one last a little bit of an interesting fact is the Russian government. Last year arrested 334 people for their social, um, what do you call it, 
social media so credit. Uh, no, social media uh, posts. Mm-hmm. Three hundred thirty-four in the United Kingdom. In the same period of time, the the, the British government uh, has arrested over three thousand four hundred and fifty people uh, for their social media post. Makes you, <laughs> makes you think, eh? And in the case of the, the Russian one, none of them received any jail time. Whereas uh, the, the ones in England were receiving house arrest, uh, community service, and outright fines. Yeah. Uh, along with house arrest for... Uh, a lot of them are receiving a one-year, uh, eight p.m. to eight a.m. curfew, and are uh, prevented from using social media, things of that nature. Does that so, include? Does that include the one guy who got his dog to do the Hitler salute? I don't know. Well, <laughs> the, the one case, the one case, this uh, this lady's best friend passed away. And she had a famous artist that she uh, she loved. So her friend went on Facebook and spoke the lyrics of one of the songs. And in that song had the N-word several times. Uh, she was arrested, held in custody, and went to trial. She ended up receiving uh, uh, an order of 500 hours of community service to do and she was given a 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Um, curfew with on a bracelet uh, monitored monitored uh, by the government and uh, was also prevented from using social media <laughs> you know what the Brits you Britain can go fuck itself you guys yeah. are just totally oh Oh, well, what's the population of Russia? It's uh, around 100 126 or, million. I think it was like 160 or something like that. 160 million, mm-hmm. and the population of uh, the UK is what about 82 million? I don't know. Let's see, Russian pop. Hundred forty-three million in Great in Russia. Sixty-seven million. There you go. Half. So, half the population with a thousand percent more arrests for social media posts. Yeah. And who is really the free country? Exactly. Yeah. I, I like I've always said, um, if voting doesn't necessarily make you free. That's right. I uh, and then we have to remember too. Uh, is C11 in effect yet? I don't know. That should we'll be interesting. Be up, we'll probably be off the air. Uh, I don't think so. Not with uh, via, uh, v- VPNs and uh, everything mm-hmm. else. Uh, our show will be coming to you live out of Los Angeles. Yeah. So, or we'll, uh, we'll just buy a printing press like the revolutionaries did. That's right. Exactly. 
Well, Todd, it's been a that's been a great uh, podcast tonight. I think we got a lot a lot of stuff covered, and uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Canadian Beacon podcast. And uh, wow, we, we covered a lot of subjects tonight. So thanks for tuning in, and please uh, tell your friends and family, and and give us a like if you can on uh, on Spotify or or Apple iTunes and all the other where we're, we're uh, located, and we'd appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Cheers. Uh, thanks, guys, for uh, listening to the Canadian Beacon uh, Podcast. Uh, you've had uh, Paul, uh, Jeff, Todd, and myself, Craig, and uh, we had a great discussion. And uh, for once, it wasn't all about COVID, but it was uh, very fascinating in, in general. And thanks for tuning in. Cheers. <laughs>